Welcome to the shitcoin.com show, everyone. Uh, as always, I'm here with Andreas Brecken. Hello. And this week, we have a very special guest. Uh, welcome back, uh, longtime friend of shitcoin.com, former World Series poker player, and now full-time dad, Brian Mikon. Welcome, Brian. <laughs> Thank you very much. I do take a little bit of offense to the friend. What is this? Friend of the show? I friend am the director... Shit? of oh. autistic communication at shitcoin.com <laughs> i'm not a friend correct. of the show he... i'm an integral member of the c-suite yes <laughs> yes uh okay. well, you're not you are not in the c-suite you're in the d-suite <laughs> you're a director Fine. oh <laughs> shit i am in the d-suite I, I should have given myself a better title <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's weird because um, oh, when people join Shikona.com, yeah, when Go people ahead. join Shikona.com, I always say one of the perks um, is that you can choose your own C-level title. Uh, it can be anything. Um, it pays nothing, and it comes with a lot of uh, potential legal liability. <laughs> <laughs> and then those are the type of gigs when I hear that, I'm saying, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, and that's why yeah. that's why I'm so surprised that everybody Wait. else went for a C title. So I'm the I'm the chief and Shalot officer. Blake, I believe, okay. is the chief meme officer. Uh, Zane Tackett, I believe, uh, is the chief uh, shilling officer. And oh, I haven't rest, met the entire team yet. I have not met the whole team. I guess. Oh uh, yeah, we'll have to do a get together. <laughs> I'm, the, not I'm, not the only, I'm the only friend of the show. I'm the only D level. Zane Tackett? No, I'm a recluse. I just sit in my island and I just, you know, raise my kid. That's it. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't even read. I don't. <laughs> I just feel recluse. Well, it's because you live inside of virtual reality. Essentially, essentially, yeah. I'm the only D suite member of the yeah. organization. Everybody else is a C suite. I don't <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I, I think just even the accountant is above you. I use the shirt because I wore the shirt. I have my DAC shitcoin.com shirt. And I yeah. wore it to go pick my kid up one day from school. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of seven-year-olds and they all like me. I'm Uncle Brian, bring virtual mm -hmm. reality to game night and shit. And then they, the one kid starts trying to spell it out. And, you know, it's all fucked up, like schizophrenically yeah. written. But, like, he starts spelling out S-H-I-T. I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't wear this shirt anymore <laughs> to go pick up kids. This is only the wipe up cum shirt, you know. Sometimes I sleep with a shirt over the eyes, and then eventually, like three days of sleeping with the shirt over the eyes, it becomes the wipe up cum shirt. And then, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just being real with you. Where the shitcoin.com shirt fits in now, and it's not because it's a very comfortable <laughs> shirt. I yeah. like, I like it. It's a comfortable cotton, but yeah. the kids, I can't have them reading out profanity. You know, so I can't wear it, you know. Yeah. You guys don't think we, about these things. You don't have kids. You don't know. You don't well, know what it's we like. do think about it. That's why it was written the way it was. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't think through the whole, like, spelling part. So, 
but may, but we're actually looking at doing a fresh run very soon. Um, so we'll have to do a very limited edition custom version, which has like got the letters, letters even more scrambled up so that um, oh, good. Yes. it's super autistic. Yes. So yes. Yeah, so we, we, can use this, we can hash. use a star to hide the letters. So maybe, you know, it's a, uh, it's like an asterisk instead of uh, the eye. <laughs> I'm not one for just, censorship usually. I'm not one for censorship most no, times. No, this is moderation. It's not censorship. This is thinking of the children. That's uh, it's very different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how is, I miss uh, you guys. How is living? We too are spending our time on an island in the middle of the ocean. How is how is Same. quarantine <laughs> on on a big rock? How's that treating you? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Up until like a couple of days ago, life was relatively normal. So for for a good long while, while everybody else was freaking out, you know, it was just essentially, you know, distancing, but also somewhat business as usual. And then a couple of days ago here, the prime minister, local ruler of this region said that uh, everybody has to stay in the house except from the hours of 7 a.m. to noon. Now, I don't know how he arbitrarily chose noon. That seems rather odd, maybe four, maybe five, right before it goes down, the sun goes down, but he chose noon. So from seven to noon, you're packing more people in a smaller amount of time to go you know, to the grocery store and do all the essential shit and get to the pharmacy and whatnot. And, uh, but, and so we've been dealing with that for a couple of days here. It's probably set to go on for another week-ish probably, you know, maybe longer, maybe indefinitely, you know, who the fuck knows what a rando government's going to do. But uh, it's, you know, there's food in all the grocery stores. It's uh, everybody's staying at their house. Most people are following orders. As soon as like noon, 1 p.m. comes around, you hear nothing. Usually there's like a weed whacker you could hear and like, you know, some cars going by, you know, kind of in the distance. But now you just hear birds. And it's kind of crazy. What is the population of Antigua? Uh, there's about 100,000 people here at any given time with some percentage of that being tourists. Not super yeah. significant, maybe 20-ish percent. Where, uh, where we're at, stuff down south. here in uh, the Gulf of Thailand somewhere, it's a uh, so population is like 10,000? 10, 10,000, yeah. I think, and it's supposed to fluctuate with, that's not including tourists, but even then, now there's there aren't that many here. I'd probably say what another five k. Yeah. So we were um, yeah we were talking about the. There's a lockdown here as well. Uh, there's a curfew from uh, 10 p.m. until 4 a.m. I think. Uh, but we were talking about this yesterday. The population is is like maybe 10 k, and the island has been locked off. Like there's people are not coming in or out, uh, especially in. So like, how long do you have to keep this up? Because there's not a lot of people here. Yeah, when do you start like doing uh, everything, going back to normal, but in isolation, you know? Be interesting. I wonder yeah. what the government plan for that one is. <laughs> so there's, well, so there's, two, there's two sides here. So I've been obviously like a lot of other people just consuming tons of information on what's happening. And I, sort of come from a doctor family background. So I like to listen to the uh, virologists and the epidemiologists. And uh, they're like, this is like their fucking world series. You know, like they've, you don't even get a pandemic once a generation. 
you know, like a real good worldwide pandemic, last one, 1919, really. So this is the, this like is such guys, a fantastic time to be in those professions. It's like that's well, that's the thing, and they never they so, never know. Like, so they deal with, like they're giving they for the last since like 06 or whatever they've been giving speeches on MERS, which didn't really get past the Middle East. But they're like, you know, hey, the big one's coming, and everyone's like, ha ha, we don't fucking care. We have iPhones and TikTok, bitch, <laughs> and so simp nation, and like so then they just you know. Now, everybody, every CNN, all the, you know, traditional media sources, every single Rogan and good podcast, everybody wants these guys. And so they've put out a lot of information. That's the shit you should be listening to, not your, like, obvious, you know, choose your echo chamber network news. Like, you want to just go right to the fucking doctors and listen to the science. And it's, we're in uncharted territories. You know, in 1919, we didn't have ventilators and didn't keep good records and, you know. Now we have like an incredible amount of technology, usually wielded inefficiently uh, by governments. But, you know, now it's kind of like go time, come all together. You ask how long they're going to lock down. That's the second part of this. The first part is the science. And the second part is the human response. How is your government, your local rulers going to respond? What, are, what crazy laws are they going to come up with? I promise you it'll involve surveillance. I promise you surveillance of yourself and your person or your uh, cell well, phone Well, of course, data. because that will be that will be how, like, optimally, you'd have all smartphones to have like a mandatory, you know, temperature temperature reader somehow, and yeah, they would have sure. to report in uh, report in every hour. Yeah, have it just take or your blood for the entire population blood, for its own safety. Just do just do an antibody test right from the USB port every you know thirty yeah, minutes for sure. or so. You know, find a new pin prick. Otherwise, all your services. Yeah, I mean off. that is not the yeah. that is is not unlikely at all. I, it's, did you see that graph that they showed? They're like, this is how the spring breakers in Florida. Huh, I don't care if I get COVID nineteen. If I get Corona, I don't care. You know, then like they it said, here's a cell phone. But they're also teenagers. Where all right? those people went. 20, 21 year old idiots, whatever. I was one once too. But did you see they showed a cell phone heat map of where all those people went after the party was over? Did you guys see that? That it no. made its way around. I, I didn't see it, but I, I know this is very easy with um, it's this, uh, what's it, Peter Thiel's startup? They do this. Yeah, yeah, Plantier shit for sure. Mm. And it's, or no, it's not Plantier, it's the other one. Whatever, it doesn't matter. The, heat map is beautiful it looks like a team of fucking ui designers you know had spent years on that shit and it just shows these things you see all the phones you know leaving from fort myers beach and then spreading all over the country in the midwest and the south and new york and you just see it all happening and you're like holy shit and then everyone's like well look this is why we have to do social distancing and this is why you wear masks or not masks or whatever the fuck but the real fucking story is holy shit they have that like that's polished to that point that like it's just snap it off and show the video of what happened like uh, fuck me like we're fucked we lost already it's over man yeah i mean i've been saying this forever uh, uh privacy uh privacy i guess ha has always to some degree been a luxury so it's something that rich people can afford uh if if you don't if you're not rich like you're just going to be bought and sold all day you're if it's not your physical body it'll be uh 
uh, your identity, your privacy, uh, I guess to some extent, your thoughts. That's just how it is. Well, well said, well said. I mean, it's not even just rich though anymore. It's like, you need to be rich and paranoid. There's plenty of rich people with like- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a luxury. You don't have there. to buy it, but yeah. it's hard to afford it. Fair. And you, do you have to remain truly independent? I have so many friends. Here's the work computer. Oh yeah, they monitor my email. It's like, well, what about that webcam and all the Like, I mean, what yeah. about the microphone and the computer? Like, you just don't care or like, you know, you're just going to let- you you just gonna let them spy on you whenever you want because they pay you some because you're a, a semi well-paid wage slave I don't know. yeah but i think just most wow. of the times people just don't um it's already been happening for far too long and they just get com comfortable with that right like you if you're sitting there using your work computer you're not sitting there thinking like oh man they're tracking my emails like, i just want to watch netflix like and <laughs> so, it's, it's so, and it's so tough because if everything you everything you do and say is recorded like there's a lot of things you're not thinking about it could be somebody in your family or maybe a friend from work or something uh that are doing something the government doesn't like and if you're close to this person uh you will also be monitored that's just how it yeah. is um and it's also tough because if it's all monitored and stored like probably Zoom does, but they, you know, they store it in China instead of Skype storing uh, at Microsoft. Then yep. uh, if you're always recorded, it could be that you're doing something that is not illegal yet. Mm. Uh, it could become illegal. Think and that's a bit, how many it's a bit tough because uh, what if it's easier to catch people doing, that are doing something that is now illegal that wasn't a few years ago? The easiest way to catch them is just to go back to old footage and see who was up to that while it was still legal. So you get into so many problems here. Shift with side shift It's it's like you. I mean, I know you remember the early early Bitcoin days, Andreas. Where like people, there was like a lot of libertarian, paranoid nerds around at the time. And they were all thinking, envision this future that we are so lucky and like, you know, really what a time to be alive to like enjoy today. And they were thinking about like, wait, what I'm doing now, Cassius making his physical coins, like just mm -hmm. down to like really benign things. He's like, well, I better do it now because it's, you know, there's certainly once this thing gets big, it's there's certainly going to be illegal and man. Look at this fun sandbox time where we can actually do some cool shit real, you know, real quick before all, you know, before it comes crashing down, which it did, you know, and it did. And we did and it did. But uh, yeah, same, same kind of shit. Yeah, it might be illegal later. The landscape. Yeah, I mean, the, in, in Bitcoin, the, the paranoid people have been correct. So uh, the best time you know, how to best spend your time in early Bitcoin days was probably to come up with privacy solutions before uh, you actually have to hide. And instead we got things like civic. Mm. <laughs> Identity on the blockchain. We oh. got many things. We got <laughs> civic, we got uh, <clears throat> lightning network. Mm. We got a lot of... Uh, 
civil wars, disagreements. Um, but I think the focus should be on, uh, on privacy. I, I thought that when I first found Bitcoin, I thought it worked like Monero. Same. I just assumed they would have made it like totally anonymous and like they Same. would have just absolutely like, oh, of course, like you would never, you know, add anything, any pseudonymity to it. Of course, you'd make it totally 100% anonymous so that like we really have this powerful payment tool. Yeah, I mean, that's um, in the early days of, of Silk Road and all that. Silk Road worked as a mixer, but like the users didn't know that. The sellers sure, did. It was such a high percentage of it was such a high percentage of bitcoins of total bitcoins were sailing through there in the early days that like yeah it was the natural mixer of everybody. Mm. And then uh, I guess Satoshi dies to some extent. Yeah, when it was no, still that doesn't chain. work because it pays you with your own money. Oh, you well no, it sends a TX. I remember playing with it. it sends you your money it back. Sends you, it sends you your own coins. Yeah, it sends you your coins plus the winning coins. All on chain, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, um, uh, I've been working on this for SideShift where we have, uh, we can do an atomic uh, coin exchange now. So you can change That's from, hot. yeah, you can change from uh, uh, Bitcoin Cash to uh, Bitcoin Cash tokens like SLP tokens. And um, there's already a stable coin called a USDH. So you can, um, you can exchange uh, Bitcoin Cash for USDH. And it's like less than five seconds. Because um, well, why no confirm, but no confirm, but no confirm. How does it work? Yeah, we do the same as Satoshi dies. So we, uh, we send you the USDH. But in the same, we have the, the Bitcoin Cash you sent to us is included as an input to this transaction. Oh, so, so if, if you confirm, double spend you us, you don't get, get the anything. Token. You don't get the token. Yeah, it's the first That's one awesome. I've ever seen. That's really cool. That's a really smart. Who thought of that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, obviously the credit is to Satoshi Dice. <laughs> And um, I think the CTO of uh, Bitcoin.com, Emil, I think he was talking about it a bit. And um, it's really cool. It's yeah. a great way to prevent the double spend to exactly. the input with it. So it just yeah. I mean, I would love to do it with through. more stuff. Um, I think you can do it with more stuff, um, especially side chains. I'm sure you can do something. Um, and you drive chain ever become a thing? They're still working on it. They're working on, um, they're doing releases like every day, I think, with um, improvements to the code, security, the UX, all that. Sweet, and, yeah. it, and it still needs to, ah, it's, just an inter it's just so crazy what's happened. Like the tangents that are everywhere. It's so hard for me to follow. I still try to follow like everything I'm interested in every day, but that's become essentially like a task you can't complete. Yeah. There's just too many projects. There's too much cool shit. You mean in, Bitcoin or in the whole space? In like the whole space. Like I fucked around with Decentraland just to see what happened. Like one of those massive ICOs that like years later actually shipped a product. Like that's now the stand that's the the bar is low. But like, you know, hey, they did it. Like, you know, I just wanted to like see what happened, you know? Like not that I'm like even financially like invested 
it just I just like what happened? Like, did it did it work or not? Did you and get some land? Card, I mean, <laughs> I do not discuss any of my crypto holdings personally. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well, not, well, that's yeah. I will not. Wait, is the token called land? Well, you you can buy mana, land on assets on it, right? Like, I don't know too it's much. It's Ethereum based. There's it's Ethereum based. I needed and, and to be fair, neither did I. And then I'm just like, wait, what the fuck happened? So I learned about it. And it's mana is an Ethereum ERC twenty token that is the currency for Decentraland. And then there's pieces of land that are non-fungible tokens that represent the pieces on the in-game virtual world. And once you own a piece, you can build whatever you want. Adult themed things, gambling things. They have like universities and dumb shit games and things, but it's just whatever you want. It was like the true ownership of like a second lifestyle world. And that was like a really interesting idea to me. That's like why is I got it- in, you know, that's, is it similar to crypto voxels? Yes, it is very similar to crypto voxels. Which one is the this better is one? Like, I think this, I mean, Decentraland was like the big ICO, raised tons more money, you know, like it's the big production. But when I clicked, I clicked onto crypto voxels too, and I thought it was reasonable. Like, oh, like a little world you own, you know, that you can make stuff. But they didn't, they didn't allow whatever on crypto voxels. They didn't allow like the adult or the gambling. They said maybe later or something. Okay. So they wanted to keep that one PG thirteen, which is disqualifying for me. <laughs> everything I yeah you should you should start with uh, yeah you should start with just everything allowed, and then once it becomes popular, you just maybe remove you know the hitman shop, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fireworks shop. I'm. I'm not sure anybody's ever been murder for hired over the internet ever. And like, well, it's no, always I'm... like though, this is why darkness yeah. so bad is because people what's, are, what's the name of that? Uh... People killed for Bitcoin. It's like, people are going to buy weed from each other. You know what they're going to do. And Coke. Yeah. The, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ornsby or something. Her name starts with an E. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find her name and link it in the show notes. She's, um, She's a Silk Road expert. Like she just loves that website. She um, and all the other Darkly Markets. And she wrote a book about Darkly Markets uh, oh, and their history in Bitcoin. And uh, she says that she's never seen any proof of any murder for hire. It's all, um, they're all scams. So if you pay the money, they will keep the money and possibly extort you. Mm. Uh, and it's all fake. It's all scams. That's I, I can't wait to read that book. Please make sure to post that in the notes. If I can get that on a Kindle, that shit's coming in remediately. Yeah, it's uh, it's available. I have no. I, I've read it. Do you ever check the darknets? I like I like try to figure out what's happening on them. Like once every couple of years. Like I have no real use for them, but like I want to know yeah. really badly what's happening. Like it did the idea survive? Are people using it? If so, I mean, in what numbers? Like, that's really fascinating to me. Yeah, they definitely still are. It's, it's just interesting. I know, like, a couple, of, like, probably a year ago, they went through a, a big phase of shutting down a ton of markets, didn't they? But it just, like, organically keeps popping up. Really, really interesting is checking out, it's called Dread, which is, uh, it's the dark net version of Reddit, which is pretty spicy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's very, very interesting. I, Imagine Reddit, but with loads of drugs and loads of like drug oh, talk and I stuff. Think, 
I think I saw it. I think I, I, I dove in like a couple, like maybe six or 10, maybe last year. I actually time fucking flies here. I tried to just like find what was going on or what was the market. Is it Silk Road 8.0 or something now? Like yeah. what, what the fuck happened? And I think I ran across that dread site and it was, it was, I remember like, Ooh, just that's nice reviews. because, uh, because on Reddit, whenever I like any subreddit, it gets banned. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything I like. <laughs> every single thing it's just yeah because like if i go to reddit it's because i want you to join these subreddits there are like crazy cults just that this that this hive mind is going to greater and greater extremes every day i mean you got to what were the first reddits to get banned it was like um i was not subscribed but i remember jailbait went um, oh yeah i remember that one that was a big debate yeah, big one. There's fat people hate. It was, fat um, people hate was fat people hate is what did it for me. That one was like, okay, so we're really now way past the whole. Oh, it's an open platform. You can really say what you want. Fat people hate was what like killed Reddit, like the ethos. Yeah, I, th I think so. And it's um, yeah, it's one of those things. Like uh, even if it's not my thing, I will die defending your right to hate on fat people if you want to <laughs> and there was not, a lot of people that yeah. there this was a widely appealing subreddit there was a lot of people that want no it's good it's the socratic method like we're, we're done with that like it was it's all oh i'm offended but like it should be like hey you're very unhealthy being that fat <laughs> like these are facts and like it's not i'm i get bones and then now there's like four percent that are like i have the thyroid issue like okay like i'm sorry like you know what i'm sorry that one was a medical issue but the 96 percent that are just live on fucking mcdonald's and walmart i was speaking to you <laughs> You're fucking unhealthy you need to do something about it it's fucking embarrassing i don't know it seems fine it like helps them you know maybe they'll be like oh, i don't want people laughing at me oh i'm gonna hit the fucking gym. <laughs> oh wow I was. I wanted to ask you as well, Brian. Um, as a man in the know on the on the gambling side of things, what interesting new gambling markets have you seen since uh, everyone's been uh, locked indoors? <laughs> Anything fun? Oh my! I mean, my my Twitter is like, like a schizophrenic mix of like drones, Bitcoin, and poker. Like, and the poker players have gone batshit during this because this is like they're built for this. They're built to like. <laughs> sit home there's been a lot of gambling over the years can i stay in a bellagio bathroom with the lights off for like 10 days or something you know there's all these bets that like on like to try to test your sanity fuck one tournament at the rio is is a fucking test of your sanity for three days and uh there was the girl today it was melissa burr she had a bet to eat chi eat 60 chicken nuggets on live stream did it happen already um, she did. She got 65. She ate 65 McDonald's chicken. Oh, nuggets. I was going to watch that. I was how much, watch how much money was I, on? It's difficult to tell. And it's, you know, you don't know. It's difficult. But like a thousand dollars or like a hundred K. Oh, no, no, no. 
Oh, no, no, no. Between like side action of everybody in the poker world taking shots at it with nothing else to bet on, I would bet it's, I'd bet a larger volume and I'll bet the largest bets you'll never hear about. No one tweeted about it. It's just two people that are like, you know, Dan Bilzerian looks right at, you know, uh, Rick Solomon. He's like, all right, I'm down 300K, double or nothing yeah. on if the bitch eats the fucking nuggets. What line? Yeah. 60.1, you know, 60 and a half. Now give me 61 and I'll make it, you know, 200. Yeah. And then that's probably that kind of bets. We're probably going down on it, but uh, publicly, I think in the, in the tens of thousands, I think publicly tens, hundred, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, no, I mean enough. To this. Like how do you even buy 65 nuggets? You know, it's such a weird number. <laughs> She's, I think she said she bought like four 20 packs. Mm. Oh, I see. Okay. And she got high. So it was like, that's a joke. Oh, are you allowed I to like do my that? jokes explained for 20 you know like a, right. a lot of stoners it's like <laughs> yeah. the weed number and she oh. ate so that's funny that's funny and i think i'm not totally sure i only watched seven minutes my girl veronica something was doing the commentary the girl that exposed the mike possible whole card cheater i don't know if i don't know how much poker really makes it over into the shitcoin.com but there was a great no, cheating I'm... scandal where a guy had an RFID scanner. It was on Sports Center, like it was a real big, real big cheat. He's getting sued. It was on TMZ. There's a little TMZ from the girl suing him. And uh, if you yeah, play, if you play in Nevada, that's a crime. Oh, and it, this is in California. He okay. cheated on stream. It was it was a it was a streamed game where yeah. all there's RFID chips in yeah. every card so that the thing can right so that you can produce a stream with whole cards. And yep. he had the the brain. He's alleged to have had the output of all the whole cards on his phone. Mm -hmm. And so, and he played for like a year and all this footage was online. So all the nerds poured through it. You can see him looking at his crotch and then making the perfect play like every time. <sighs> wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. And the girl that caught him had a stream of, of this chick eating the nuggets. How much did he, uh, he was off a couple. Yeah. It was it was some obscene amount when they graphed the win rate. It was like a couple hundred thousand. I don't remember. It was like two hundred fifty thousand at one dollar, three dollar mostly. So like he's up, just <laughs> like he's up, like he wins like three hundred big bets per hour, like hundred and fifty per hour. <laughs> Where like a winning poker player can like if you squeeze out eight or ten, you're like doing pretty good. He's twenty hmm. xing that. <laughs> so it's just an obvious cheat over a year 20xing that win rate over a year <laughs> oh man oh man i'm trying to think what what interesting crypto other crypto news we've had lately that may be of interest has anything caught your eye in like the last week it's been it's been pretty vanilla when we've been sorting out the, the shitcoin.com newsletter which goes out every week guys uh sort of like that um <laughs> yeah we, we we haven't been as spicy as normal yeah, I think people are. Um, I think people are tiptoeing around a lot of topics. Yeah, because you don't you don't want to put anything out that might be seen as like uh, in bad taste. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've, been, I've been like, I've been like reminiscing recently. I've been like going like old school. Like, hey, is Filecoin a thing yet? Like, I've been is I well, I mean, is Luke Dash Jr. Did did he say anything recently? Because that's usually that is you know, true. Rocks the crypto world. <laughs> is Jim like, friend is are we still doing Jim friend because I'm like kind of a recluse I don't really follow it as close as I should is Jim friend over do they do that yeah I mean 
not as not as prominent. I think it's just kind of like faded into obscurity. Because I, I know they yeah. there were a few like uh, legal things around that. I think when they were yeah, that was a, oh, <laughs> that was such a, a sad one because um, I it was Samsung's sort of defensive reaction and starting to use the word like feminism. Uh, that's what made the meme both like hard to approach, but also edgy. Yeah. <laughs> it's strice and affected from there, if I recall. Yeah, because if he had just, if he had replied uh, with, something, with something funny or just like, uh, you know, say it's like such a cheap Bcash meme, and just like Photoshop Roger in or Calvin, like you could have flipped this around in a really funny way so effortlessly. And Samsung is very good at making memes. Yeah. So the, it's like the only time he goes a little defensive, everybody's like, get him. Yeah, they found the, the weak spot. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't sell a hat that says toxic and then cry foul over like a funny meme. Like, I mean, that's just like, I mean, that's not a move. I mean, that's just not a valid move in the game. You're going to get yeah. called on that every time. Those hats are very good quality, by the way. They're actually like, they're actually really well made. Mm -hmm. They're, um, yeah. Andres has got a, <laughs> got several. <laughs> I'm going to work you really? but... Yeah. Let me, let me just go. Uh... Oh yeah. yeah. We have... <laughs> go to the hat basket. <laughs> you have a hat, have a hat basket hat... on your island? We have a hat basket. Hold on. They've left me. The show is mine. Yeah. Well, we have we have I'm one a... here. Oh, these are amazing. This is the block. Obviously, spy hat. obviously, the viewers at home will not be able to see this, but we can we can oh. add some of them into the yeah. into the graphics. So, Andres has got a few there. So you got your your reckless lightning hat. Oh wow! And then you have these your such... the other one. You got your Blockstream spy. Yeah. Yeah. You, multiple. You boys <laughs> were drinking one night and you were clicking buttons and sending fucking <laughs> digital payments you got, you, to get goods. You got everyone, right? I feel like that. <laughs> you know, course, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was I had Samson Mao. He sent it to me. <laughs> After I after I saw both versions of the Reckless Lightning shirt hat, I knew that that was just the that was the Andreas. All of them, all of them. <laughs> no, do you really want? Yes, yeah, of course. All of them, everyone. Yes, both. Yeah, colors. I Fuck mean it. the reason for this. The reason for this is, uh, I think, is great because the, it's it's good to trigger the Bitcoin Cash people, uh, as much as you can. Because, um, you know, they're always, they're always sort of attacking the, the BTC people. So it's, it's good to keep them on their toes. I'm at this, at this stage, I don't like, I, I don't even listen. I can't listen to that fight. I've listened to it for so many years and I just, I, I just, I don't listen to the fight. There's shit that's awesome on the BCH chain. The world still embraces BTC right now. As soon as I saw Cash Shuffle run on the beast, like incline on the BCH the first time, the light bulb went off. I'm like, oh, look, they took that last step to make it Monero. 
like, holy shit, you know, and then like, you start to really think about it. Oh, you can't do that on the BTC chain. Sorry, it's just too expensive. No one's just going to light their money on fire at that rate. But mm. if it only is just a couple, you know, if it's just a couple of dust pieces, everybody will, you know, it'll, it's very useful all of a sudden. And I mean, I saw, I, like, there's, and then there's the other part of like the digital gold thing that we saw, and like the, the price action over the last couple of weeks during the stock market dump has been incredibly, like, there's your, here, there's your, there's your crypto news is that the Bitcoin price tracked the S&P 500 for some fucking reason during a massive stock crash. And it, it seems like it may have decoupled, but at the risk of sounding like one of those chartist idiots or like mm. one of those 2018 accounts with like a pretty female <laughs> in, the, in the Twitter that's like, here's some charts with some fucking lines on it. Like, join my fucking paid group. At the risk of sounding like one of those fucking idiots, I think it may have decoupled and starting to act gold-like, but you can't say that around Peter Schiff because it's not necessarily gold because that's stupid, but it's, it's doing something. It, it didn't do the, oh, flight to, flight to safety, uh, inflation you know, protection thing. It didn't do that when the stock market crashed, when the Fed decided the money printer would go. Mm. I haven't gotten a chance to do it yet. Sorry, I know that's <laughs> even like a week old or something, but you know, I don't get out of the house much. <laughs> so when that when that happened, the price still fell along with the S and P, which is really which is really weird. That that you know, a lot of us were like, wait, that wasn't the plan. The plan was money printer go burr and fucking orange coin go up. That's what everybody was expecting, and it didn't happen. And it's just you know. A hundred people will give a hundred takes on why I won't because I'm smarter than that. I don't fucking isn't, know. Isn't the simplest explanation, uh, isn't it simply that when something bad happens, like a, uh, like a pandemic, then people quickly understand that they might not be getting paid as much for working as they used to and that prices could go up because of hoarding and that maybe they should also do some hoarding of their own so your expenses are up and your income is down so the rational thing to do is to start selling things uh, to make sure you have capital reserves and what's the easiest to sell i mean the easiest to sell is is going to be uh your equities you know, your S&P 500, it costs you very little to go in and out of these index funds. Uh, so you sell that first. And then you, you're sat there in, in your apartment with, your, with a wife and a kid. And you don't know how long it's going to be. So maybe you start selling some of your Bitcoin. Uh, because it's fairly easy as well. But if you have, if you have physical gold or gold stocks, that kind of thing, uh, you probably hold those things because you know you don't have to sell them unless it goes really, really bad. So it just gets sold much later. Is, is the world that easy? I, I, think, I think you're close. I mean, in ter if I had to take a guess, I mean, I led with a big, I don't fucking know, just to make sure to qualify all future statements, like, you hmm. know, with a, with a low level of confidence. 
but I mean, you're really close. I think it was something like, yeah, first thing that you cash, where like Bitcoin, I think is still like a speculative asset. And I mean, the crypto space in general, certainly BCH as well, where like it's, it's a speculative thing. And so the first thing that you dump, like you just said, all right, wages go down. Most people that are holding it ha aren't live, die all in Bitcoin every day. And so they sell it. It's the, it's the speculative asset that you sell. Like, yeah, that you liquidate quickly for cash when shit goes bad. I think you're right. I think that's what I think that's what happened. I think that's why S&P goes down. Bitcoin also goes down. Crypto market as a whole, obviously. I think yeah, I mean, this, uh, I, because it's a speculative know. asset, everything will be multiplied. So all the like the hedge funds out there owning owning crypto, they probably did the same reasoning. And they think, oh, uh, we should sell too before they do. Sure. It's worldwide aggregate supply demand. Everyone always asks, why does the price go up? Well, worldwide aggregate demand outpaced supply. Why did the price go down? Well, you know, the other thing happened. The supply outpaced demand. And that's it. And like you mentioned, a lot of those players that might be, you know, one little cog in the big equation there. And yeah, it seemed like everybody wanted to sell because because yeah, China virus go big and the economy shut down. Well, like you said, the, the good news is that that BTC is uh, pumping a little bit, which is nice to see. <laughs> it might not be by the time this actually goes out, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, soon, find, we'll soon find out if this is going to um, last. But yeah, that's that's promising, like you said, to see that maybe it has decoupled a little bit <laughs> but the stock market pumped huge too today stock market and btc both pumped mm. today and so it's oh it's what's just, the it's, what's again, the dow jones uh, uh these days um for me first of all like even though as much as you know trump loves the dow jones that's i mean it's not a terrible indicator but like the s p 500 is like that's the real number that i think people should be following oh the old and spy. uh the SPY, and if you want to just, and I think SPY is the best one, the the ETF of the S&P 500, because it's just easy, it's SPY, it's SPY, and then the number, instead of being in the uh, hundreds, of, in the tens of thousands, you just say SPY is at 266, and everybody knows what that means. Everybody mm. knows the low was SPY 220 back there. It kind of bounced to 250 back, and it was, it was at the all-time high of 330 before it dumped down to 220, the American mm. stock market losing 33% of value or whatever, about a third haircut. You know, what is that, a shit coin? Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that is a shit coin. And then the, the currency that it's delimited in gets, like, furiously printed at trillions of dollars at a clip. I mean, Jesus, fuck, man. This is all a simulation. I, I find I find more and more evidence for simulation theory, theory over time. I'm sorry, just some of the, there's just it still doesn't answer the question. You have to explain the sim world. So I mean, it's just the same cop out as religion. But man, it's oh, so it's like sometimes. in uh, so like in uh, when you're playing Sim City, and uh, and the game is too easy, so you click the button to send like a a random <laughs> you, which could also be, uh, I believe, could also be um, uh, Godzilla. <laughs> was it like a dinosaur? We... 
there was there was a mythical animal figure that destroyed it. Yeah, I remember that would be released. <laughs> and do you think? Wait, uh, so you think the RNG just chose pandemic? Uh, yeah. This time, <laughs> what's the next one going to be? I don't know, but I think um, I think it's time for time to nail some breakfast. Uh, you can see it's getting to the end of the old day, Brian. But Brian, how do we? How does everyone uh, keep up with you? And I know we can follow you on Twitter at Brian Mycon. Um, but yeah, what's the best way to keep up with what you're what you're up to? This is the best part. I have remained completely independent, so I don't fucking care to shill anything. <laughs> just I don't fucking care. Just if you want to, yeah, follow me on Twitter if you really if you really need to get into the mind. I guess there you go. And your YouTube Maybe. channel. Fuck it. <laughs> and my YouTube channel, my kind of FPV. You can see me fly drones. <laughs> so you can be one of my 200 subscribers. I won. <laughs> I don't think I'm actually a subscriber. I to... Man, what am I doing? But yeah, thank, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today on this quarantine special. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, Mike, I'm. Uh... It's it's been a Thank pleasure. You. you know I love you, man. I love you so much, Andreas. I miss you both so much. I'm sorry, Blake. I do love Andreas a little bit more, but I mean I do miss you also. <laughs> it's, it's I do fine. miss you also, but we have a weird soul bond. It's just strange. <laughs> it is true. I really All like right, you. Thank like, you I really like you, Blake. I really do. 